0: I can't believe I've spent a lifetime in the video industry focusing on customer service that in half a generation that disappears. It can't. I can't accept that. So that's what we focus on.
1: Here we are on season four, looking forward to this very exciting episode. I have two very special guests with me,
2: Ed and Nick, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us, Chris. Perfect, thank you. Now,
1: we have a very interesting dynamic here because we've both got great backstories. Yes. So I'm going to go in and out, um, be t- asking both of you questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed, I'd like to start with you. You've been an entrepreneur for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. started back. Tell us a bit about your story and how you began. begun.
0: Um, oh, that's interesting. Where do you start, you know? Um my dad's an immigrant. Um, uh, his story is far more fascinating than mine he came out of, um, uh, 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 out of Yugoslavia. Um, he left home at ten years of age. Um, it, it was after the war the Communists came in and his family was starving. He was the eldest of five. He left home. All right. So if, if I have someone who I admire for courage, it's my dad. Um, he, he came. Uh, most people say they came to Australia with the with the suitcase. He didn't have a suitcase. <laughs> uh, I've um, heard that many <laughs> times too. Yeah, um, uh, and, and he made a life in um, uh, uh, in, in his words, uh, the greatest country in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he will he will fight people to the death if they think yeah. differently. Yeah. You know. So um, he was a bricklayer um, by trade. Um, Hard-working man, five kids, came across as an immigrant. Could he speak English? No, 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 couldn't speak English, um, never had a day of school. Wow. Um, it was just, just after the war. My dad's now 80. So um, uh, he, he left home at 10 years old. He didn't see his dad until um, he was 18, so eight years. Um, he, he walked onto a work site um, in, in Yugoslavia as a 10-year-old and begged for work. He was turned away day after day after day. And uh, he, he, his story is I just keep presenting. And eventually they said yes, because they had nowhere Persistence else to go. And passion.
2: Yeah. Mm. So um, uh,
0: I, I feel like those genetics were, were handed down to me. You know, I, I tell this story to my kids. At every school holidays, my dad was a bricklayer, but he started to build homes. So every school holidays were planned around me helping him lay bricks. So at 10 years old or 11 years old, I was laying bricks with my dad. Um, It's a great foundation, no pun intended, but a great foundation to (laughs) get into hard work. It wasn't optional. It was not like I had a choice. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, but um, it was, uh, family's big, and for Nick and for myself. Um, So there's no way I could have said no to my dad. Um, And and that sort of grounded me. um first of september 1989 um, my my uncle and my best mate were going to cooper Pedy to play in australia's biggest illegal um texas hold'em game oh i love texas hold'em <laughs> yeah was, they called it manila um, <laughs> I know manila well Tom so from cyprus who play on that yeah <laughs> yeah same same right but uh, uh on the way on the way we we had a car crash um my my friend was decapitated he, he died on the scene and my uncle became a quadriplegic. Oh my god! I was a lucky one. I only dislocated my knee in the middle of the desert, two hours from nowhere. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and and that sort of shaped me. Um, I was a tyler, a uh, 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 you know, very clever man. I, I graduated from bricklaying to laying tiles. Um, and <laughs> graduated after
1: from hard work and resilience is what I'm hearing. Correct.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. That um, for me that, that wasn't an that wasn't an option. It was just what we we did, right? It was just what we did. That's the foundation. That's the grit. And when we unfold your
1: story, I think a lot of it comes from the origin. Sometimes we don't realise it or sometimes we see it later. Yeah. But a lot of it comes from origins. Whether we want to see it or not, I think it comes from our grounding.
0: Yeah, whether it's intentional or unintentional, yeah. it's what I was surrounded with, you know. My, my godfather was still laying bricks at 75 years old. Not because he needed to, because it's just what he did. Mm. He enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I mean, mm. uh, I don't know if, if, if you've ever laid a brick, but one's enough. I, right, I, I, did, I did lay two or three and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> My godfather, funny you say the story,
1: who I was named after, Chris, yes. was a bricklayer. Very, um, Hands of steel. Died in his late 70s, was laying bricks through a few years till he passed away. Yeah. So very, very similar story. And actually named after, I was the third son, so from being a Cypriot, you're named after your fathers father or your mother's father, okay. being the third kid. Your godfather. My godfather, mm. my surname's Christofi, and who did that land on? A Chris. I go, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You could have landed on any <laughs> name, you <laughs> landed on a Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's why awesome. I got the name Chris Christofi. <laughs> I gotta wear that
0: for the rest of my life. Yeah. But it's it's um, it's um really it's really interesting, you know. Um, uh, uh, so I, I now help and consult these young people, mm. and they talk to me about this is hard work. And I said, you, you don't understand hard work till you walk into um uh, Cranbourne shopping Center, one hundred and seventy five thousand meters of tiles to lay. Let me say that again, one hundred and seventy five thousand meters of tiles to lay okay. and and they go wow that's that sounds tough. No, <laughs> the tough bit is we started at five thirty pm and we finished at six am you know and smoker was me sitting on the ground uh, trying to have a snooze, kicking my lunch boxes aside to my uncle came and kicked me, and we go again, and we did that for a year and a half. I can deal know? me out of that one
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely. definitely. But, but that's,
0: that's what the, you know, um, so, so those people rightfully can say we worked, we worked hard. Um, so I had the car crash and I, I had an epiphany moment. Um, I, I looked at my uncles and my dads who I respected, but I thought that's not the life for me. That's not what I want. I've got to tick or tack or we'll do both Ooh, and get out of this. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I bought a video store and
1: I'm going to get to that as well because obviously that was a big thing because I want to talk about this dynamic too so I'm going to go back and forth as well because mm-hmm. the video still is a big part of origin you mentioned hard work and, it, and even you know, I think in this day and age it's a different hard work everyone oh, works yeah. hard but it's different yes. well, we might have been more or I wasn't so I can preface it by saying I was never a, a labourer as you can see my hands have probably <laughs> never seen a manual day labour in their life But no calluses not one, no, no. <laughs> I, tried, I, I went to the gym for a week, but I started creating, and then I had to stop. So I thought, <laughs> I'll keep them smooth, so I stopped after that point. But um, it's a different hard work. So, Nick, you've been an entrepreneur for a while. I understand you're in the hospitality. Correct. You sold a cafe. Correct. You're in a 3P logistics, which I want you to explain 3PL to us logistics 3PL Center. logistics centre. 3PL logistics centre, yep. I want you to
2: explain to us what it is. And you're in hospitality again. Yep. So what is... There's, there's a bit more history before that, Chris. Yep. So um, I left school. I... Um, started a um, ethical pet um, selling company. So it was like an online place you could get, buy ethical pets. Um, We got an investment um, package of 400,000. Can you tell everyone what ethical pets means? Um, So back in the day, they were um, selling um, pets through puppy farms. So I would do an audit on the um, person that was selling, go to their house, get the ID, make sure everything was up to standard, and then they were allowed to sell on the website. No problem. Um, th- but then I um, brought a partner on, it didn't go too well, um, and I ended up leaving that, yeah. and I started a movie streaming website. This is kind of uh, Seriously in uh, competition for yeah. me, I probably <laughs> shut him down. Um, which, was <laughs> called, which was called Vumu, it was in a, um, a, uh, a bit of a gray area at the time, um, and then uh, my business partners bought me out of there. At that same time, I was actually studying uh, building construction. Yep. So I did a, um, it's not a degree, but a diploma of building construction at RMIT. I then um, went back and I did a trade. So I went backwards and I did it, jumped on the tools. And that really showed me like what hard work was. So I was working seven days at the time. I was doing um, jobs for a, a company called Kevlar here. Um uh, um, from Monday to Friday, yeah. and then I was working down in Sorrento Saturday, Sunday, and then just rinse and repeat. So I saved up enough to buy a house, which I'll um, talk about a bit later because I sold it today. <laughs> um, uh, and then I started an e-commerce business. So this is how it all started. So we got into e-commerce, and um, I met my business partner Noah, which I think you should have on the show later on because he's, he's a genius. Have um, him on the show. He's a he's a really really smart guy. Um anyway I met I met Noah and um, we got an office together in Turak and we're doing e-com together and then we he started an agency at the same time because he found this method that um, you know being real online what do they call it Ed? Um, native, content native content was um, working really well so for his brand he was making serious money at the time so he, sort of, he thought what well, you know why don't I do it for other people anyway he started and I was listening to talk. He ended up with, I think they've worked with now 500 different. Oh, more, yeah, yeah. More? They're, they're
0: incredibly successful. So they've gone down a different path rather than the glossy, high-end a- commercials. Um, it's real people doing real, real ads, things. Right Which is ads. why they connect.
2: Correct. C- correct.
0: Correct. And um, it's it's a cornerstone of future advertising. It's a cornerstone of their business. So it's really funny how, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've taken away Hollywood and, and, that's what forward. people want
1: to see, though. Correct. People, they trust it. People talking to people, but that's yep. what the art. At the end of the day, high production, and this people want to actually see one human talking to another, to another human. Exactly. Yeah, they and want to see someone
2: saying, "This is okay." Yeah. Th- this yeah. is real. This yeah, is yeah, real. This is like, real. look at me. I'm real. I can see
1: why that's an instant hit. I mean, you can understand, you can relate to it.
2: Correct. And Chris said it absolutely exploded for Noah, um, and then. Me being in the same room as Noah, I could hear the sales calls. It was, it was madness. It was like a, a room like the size of this. And there was like, how many people? Six, seven five, people working yeah. in five? Oh, oh. Five. Um, plus myself just listening in. And on the phone calls, everyone was ringing and saying they, they were having issues with fulfillment. So I was in the back of my head. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, oh, geez, this is, this is great. Anyway, I um, presented to Noah and another um, lady at the time who is trying to buy in now, um, <laughs> trying her best. Um, but she said no. Noah said yes. So um, you know, we found the pain points that everyone was having. All these businesses were having.
1: Um, what a great place! You're listening to them all firsthand.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. I could just hear That's everything, fantastic. all the intel. Well, the interesting thing that, that Nick doesn't focus on it,
0: That's and I do, because I've heard it um, <laughs> a heap of times, is um, the, the third person didn't want to buy into this business because they said it's not going to work. Yeah, you can't do this. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard that theme. I've heard my I needed $10,000 to get my first video store. My dad looked at me and said, son, I don't want to ruin your life. You don't know what you're doing here. Right? Yeah, yeah, um, and, yeah. And for uh, one of the synergies I see, one of our motivators is someone
2: says puts, puts their finger in your chest and says, you can't do this. Makes you go harder. Watch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And um, from there, you know, I did my market research, which is like I think is crucial to um, – starting a business i know there's a you need to be fast at the same time but i definitely think that there has to be some market research 100%. before you actually go and uh, you know pull it's the trigger on something with your approach definitely otherwise. so i snuck into not snuck in i organized meetings with all the 3pls in melbourne <laughs> uh, this is just before COVID, by the way so um went and visited them all um had a tour and i looked around and i go this is for the taking this is seriously for the taking how backwards this industry is So, um, yeah, that's, that's how it kind of started. I went back, um, told Noah what I'd seen. I used to write, you know, big pages of like pros and cons of, you know, starting this business, took it to him. Um, and Noah's like, let's just take the leap. Let's just take the leap. And we went and saw a couple of sites, um, found one in Clayton South, which we've still got today. Um, walked in there. And it just felt right, Chris. It literally just felt so right. I don't know what it was. This is in 2020, wasn't it? This is in 2020. Yeah. yeah. And the best thing's coming, Chris. So pretty much we... Mm. <laughs> COVID happened. So we were getting... We're, we're really good at um, digital ads. So that's Noah's bread and butter. Mm. So we were getting all the clients trying to come in. But at the same time, we were a shell of a warehouse. We had one desk in there. And at the time I was a smoker, I used to sit there smoking cigarettes because I was pulling my hair out because I was so scared. And... Um,
0: they knew nothing about nothing.
2: Nothing, nothing about nothing. Sometimes and it's a blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely yeah. a blessing. If you,
0: if you actually, if you actually looked at where we are now, got the you to give it a go and keep moving. Yeah, yeah.
2: Problem solved. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. We problem solved, and you know, I knew I could outwork everyone. Like, that was a given. I could outwork anyone. Um, so I um, was getting, we were getting so many inquiries, and the best thing happened, which is a really bad thing to say, was COVID, because. Um, during COVID, obviously, everyone was locked in their homes and all the companies weren't allowed to come and visit the, the warehouse. So <laughs> oh, thank funny. God I was signing all these clients during COVID. By the time we had, um, COVID had ended, um, we were fully established, racking yeah. the whole lot, state-of-the-art cameras um, on the pig faces, taking photos of every order because a lot of people lie that they don't get the items. Yep. We, we were state-of-the-art by the time these guys walked in. So that was the... It's, it's, sh- really, it's really interesting. They, they went
0: Time. in there, and, and I look at from my, what, what they did because I'm fairly close to it. They really knew nothing about nothing. Every problem that arrived, the, the two young blokes, through ingenuity and, and thought, solved every problem. There was multiple times that they could have failed. Through but tenacity, they didn't. isn't it? Through tenacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Present and go hard.
2: <laughs> By go hard, um, like as you did, it's like never leave, never leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, it was a real inspiration. I had a, a Vietnamese guy that was next door who would work the same hours as me and it was like it was so good just looking at this, you know, the, this immigrant and he's doing really well, really well. His name's Dave and now we're working with his, his um, what, so what bef-
0: his? Yeah, yeah. So before you, you mentioned uh, a clever gentleman who, who, who through um, intelligence and, and market knowledge grew a business... This business was growing through brute force. Force, yeah. <laughs> brute Just force.
2: sheer will. And you, you got to think Can't at that time back, also, <laughs> you got to think at that time, Chris, I was doing sales calls, I was pickpacking, um, what else was I, I was doing the renovations, Yeah. Um, the billing, <laughs> Yeah. It, it, wages. But if you look back at the
1: history and the origins, yeah, yeah, from being in hospitality, yep. you learn to be good with people, yep. you're dealing in a, in a customer complaint centre, so you're Correct. hearing all the issues... How, how, how did Uber create? That looked at all the issues that the cabs faces are driving, mm. mm-hmm. how they, all the problems that they need to solve. Uber was created, yeah, through the necessity of the how they yeah. did it.
2: Yes, correct. Yeah, same sort of. Scenario. It, it is the same um, sort of scenario. Um Yeah, like we just found all the pain points and we really acted on them quite fast. Like it'll be interesting. Um So um, one of the things I did, one of
0: the things that I tried to get out of the boys was, what are we actually doing here? Mm. And it took it took a while because I just how long doing... have you been working with there, Ed? A uh, be... year?
2: Yeah, probably about a year, yeah. yeah. if you
1: don't mind, I want to share your backstory as well, because you, you you had a massive entrepreneurial journey too. You were involved in Video Easy, you were involved mm-hmm. in Blockbus. Before we get into that, because I want to connect the two together, can you tell me a bit about that origin and how you two did connect?
0: Okay, so my, my, um, my, my daughter is Noah's uh, business partner at uh,
2: CC. At the Creative Agency. And that's my business partner. Oh, CC yeah. Chris Christophe. That's a good... Yes. <laughs> Don't I, steal it. You know, Don't steal on, it. On, we're, I've we're already got it. got it. I've already got, I've already <laughs> got it. We better, we better oh check no. our trademarks. I've
1: already got that. it, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, Alex, so, make sure that it's checked, eh? <laughs> 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 hang on, I'll just... I need to pause and text my lawyers.
0: <laughs> um, so she says, Hey, Dad. Um, uh, we got something on here. You're sort of good with business stuff. Can you come and have a look? Sure, darling. I walk in and I thought, oh, I've got to roll this out now.
2: Dear Lord. Dear Lord, it's his favourite quote. Um,
0: uh, work cover. What's that? Okay. All right. So it was like. It's, the they're, they're, it's a Similar story, right? They're out there. They're, they've built a business. They had 17 people that had to walk up rickety stairs into a rickety office um, and they have no work cover, they have no insurance. Um, um, uh, the accounting firm was just an accounting firm. So uh, apart from making a lot of money, everything else was um, messy, messy messy, messy, messy. It was it was sort of there, but it just like being a, a hard-nosed business person, it was just messy. So it was, oh, thanks, this was really helpful. Could you come back next week? Then it was, could you do one day a week? One day a week turned into two days a week. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the journey, Nick popped up and, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I do this, this. The guys reckon you're doing okay. Could you come and have a look at future? And I looked at future and I remember... I should name the company Future Enterprises.
1: Future Fulfillment.
0: Future Fulfillment, Fulfillment sorry. Yeah. Future. So um, uh, I had a look and I said, describe this business to me. Um, describe the, the, the financials, how do how you see it's going to work. And I remember I wrote back to him. I said, no, 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 this doesn't make sense, Nick. I, I've run p all my life. I've looked at p and uh, for, for one business, for multiple, multiple companies. This doesn't seem right. What have we missed? And we went through it and we missed nothing. And I said, wow, th- this is really exciting. Um, and uh, so as, as we're develop- developing this relationship, I said, right, we've we got to... A- any business, you got to understand what you're trying to do, right? Of course. The purpose, the meaning, what are you doing? But what, what, doing. what are you actually doing? Yeah, yeah, the right. why, yeah. The yes. why, right? <laughs> and the, the why of future is the the two missing... The, the big missing thing and, and something that I think is is why we're so successful is a customer service piece, right? So in in fulfillment, it's all about efficiencies. Robots, you know, every day you hear about robots at Amazon, right? But um, efficiency and customer service are almost polar opposites, right? I'm building systems that can't be changed, that don't want to talk to you, all right? Um, uh, If you go into a big uh, fulfillment center, um, Nick's created an e-com brand. He's loved it. He's nurtured it. He's hugged it. He's fixed every problem, yes, instantaneously. Right? Customer has a problem, fixes it. Goes into a 3PL. He's got to fill out a ticket,
1: which is the th- just for the listeners. 3PL is uh, third-party third party logistics, logistics warehouse, warehouse, which is yep. three three points. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So um, uh, you have got to create a ticket, and then it might take seven to ten days for, if you're lucky, a local, but more likely a VA, um, someone in the Philippines, to to write you an email to. By that time, your customer's annoyed. That, yeah. So, so we, we focused on that, and I, I said to Nick and I, I can't believe I've spent a lifetime in the video industry focusing on customer service that in half a generation that disappears. It yeah. can't. I can't accept that. So mm. that's what we mm. we we focus on, and our and our customers our customers are the e comm brands. They 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 appreciate it and they love it so have taken that a step further we now want to be their problem solvers so right. you're putting
1: them all together as seamless as possible so a question that that i guess a lot of the audience has been thinking and of course i'm thinking how did this partnership come together and how did it evolve to what it is
2: so it came together as ed was saying before that um his daughter introduced us and said you know nick was doing doing something right down there what it looked like and i remember ed coming in for the first day to visit me and you know we're dragging these things on pallets <laughs> Stuff's falling over, I didn't swear. Stuff's falling over, and he's come up to me and he goes, you know, your financials are so good, but I'm looking around in here and it looks like 15 you Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah financials yeah. are bad, but the business this is... is
0: your, your model's good, but dear Lord, you're going to kill someone with that box fell <laughs> at the back of your pallet jack.
2: And, <laughs> and, and, and pretty much, um, you know, he, he just said to me, you know, we've got to kind of sharpen it up in here. He came on board as an, an advisor at the start, and he's actually a good friend of mine as well. Um, and you know, we'd speak on the phone. He sends emails. You you actually got one, but you know, they're paragraphs. Oh, I did. Oh, sorry. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i And sorry. then I
1: click the read more button. Like, oh my god.
2: See, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he started doing that, and we started talking a lot by um, email, and then he started coming in a lot, and he helped me actually pick. So Ed, you know, successful businessman. Um, you know, how, how old are you, Ed? 57 57 he's still coming in and packing with me on the floor and i like to do that in front of my boys also pack with them to make sure they one, know of, one, I'm, the, one of the one of the things i don't example. think i've
0: ever told you this nick but you know if, if i can't do it how the hell can i ask someone, someone else, else, to, do else to do it exactly but that's right. not fair but, but, but that's a true leader though but to lead by
1: example and for his age i couldn't believe how old he, he said he was doesn't look at lead by mm. example <laughs> but i mean that's a good old-fashioned leader it's not Correct. do as i do as i yeah. say do as I do. Correct. For Me. I can't ask people to do something that I and the good consciousness won't do myself. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel comfortable in it. Yeah.
0: But if you want someone to do it, show them. Show. Do it. Exactly.
1: And right.
2: they'll do
0: it. Yeah. Firing someone is really tough. I'd never ask someone to do it. Right, it's yeah. a horrible job. You know? it's,
1: as I said, it's the only part of the only part of my role that I've never liked, never yeah. will like, that I that makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. And you think? Some, sometimes, sometimes it's uh, good for both parties because there's a necessity to be done. But it's how it's done. Is it respectful? Is it tasteful? Have you done everything you can to explain it? There's a
0: number of factors, but it's never, ever, ever been. It's it's funny. I'm a firm believer that um, being a leader is not being a leader all the time. It's just being a leader at the right time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're just one of the pack, right? I love Mm -hmm. that. It's, It's only flashes in in time. That are it's important. like with
1: everything, people see awards and they think, oh great, people see successful entrepreneurs, they don't see the grind, they don't see the oh. tough jobs, they don't see everything, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is what creates that, which is incredible. Yeah.
2: So once we started working together, um, you know, Ed would come down and show his face down at the warehouse and we started building out systems, and the system systems are the base of any business?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in, um, uh, we, we all have an idea. The idea has to transpose into a, a model Something that you understand, you know, and, and and just recently, I, you know, I said to Nick, it's taken it's taken us a year to get to that that box, that model, to understand what we're doing, what we're trying to achieve, build the systems around it, and now we're at a stage where we can mm. cookie cutter it, but Correct. we we, yep. we we actually had to work out what we're doing. We're, we're not pick pack. We're customer service. Uh, our um, pick packs are byproduct of what we do. So we're we're creating a culture where. We're almost like a cafe in a three PL. I've run three PLs, and a typical three PL is a hard environment run by hard men, men, hard old
1: grumpy men. Maybe that's why it's so successful. We're developing a blueprint which can be replicated. No one's doing it. It, it. Also,
2: like I, the way, way I was thinking, it was um, you know running a fulfillment center the way you'd run an agency. So you know you'd have a good culture. You would do Gen Z marketing. Um, and, um, you know, the the, the the people around you are young and they're, they're having a good time, you know, you buy them lunch. It's like I, when I was visiting, you know, these 3PLs, it was literally like, oh, I don't want to say slave labour, but it was like yeah, slave yeah. Well,
0: labour. Um, you're not allowed to talk in some of them. You, just yeah, you're
2: talked. not allowed to talk. <laughs> so That's
0: I, not
1: human. So like tracks like that, so doing something innovative, you're going to attract a different... A different buzz, a different yeah, yeah. vibe, mm-hmm. and if you can put a blueprint in good structure, because any good business, I think, it's about systems, not just people, because it's got to be replicated yeah, yeah. Yeah. to be consistent with customer service. And it's, it's not easy.
0: The first question you need to ask: What am I actually doing here? What am I? What am I trying to do? And don't be too proud to, to tick and tack, all right? Because you you know, I, I, if we reflected on future uh, from where it was to where it is, they're two different. Two different beasts. And I'm
1: sure in 12 months it'll be the same as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. And, and, and look, um, you need to evolve in business, right?
1: That... If you're not evolving, you're dying. One <laughs> you're not my, going forwards, you're going backwards, right? One of biggest goals every year that I say, I want to walk into this business and not recognise it in the next 12 months. That's so. it, yeah, 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 exactly right.
0: Moment.